0: Countdown, five, four, you better strap yourself in, three, two, buckle up, motherfucker, five, wait why do you go back to five, it's up to the Dan
1: Fogler 4D Experience Podcast.
0: <laughs> now I'm recording. Uh-oh. You funny guy. So from here that... on, it's on record. What is what is this? What is this camera up here? I'm all like, what's going on? We're getting paranoid. What's, where's this camera go, Jack? Uh, that camera goes to a studio down the hall. What? Like Big Brother? Yes. Wait, wait. Watch. I've got
1: a great idea. You,
0: you want to switch seats? I don't, I don't blame know. you. Seth Green, everyone. Yeah.
1: Post-it note?
0: Yeah. What's going on out there? You guys searching for Sasquatch? Post-it note? Yeah. I have many questions. I just saw a tra- Hey, close the door, man. What is it? Hey, were you raised in the barn?
1: The sticky the
0: key. What's so sticky? Uh, this one may have some sticky remaining on it. Ew! What are you guys talking about? <laughs> what's so sticky man oh i get it you're doing you're doing bank robber style man seth green is now putting he's taping something over the fucking thing and he's doing the back oh the backwards v for v for victory I have a rubber band or maybe a binder clip if that would help him maybe some spray paint like black spray paint what are you worried about man that's a good idea I never even I don't I, you know I, I've here so often I don't even think
1: about that goddamn thing. engineer that's what you can count on me for look at you you just ra- now this weight's not rated we're Jesus. gonna have to bring it around through the front you just you just <laughs> Solved that shit. You just rigged it, man. Yeah, buddy. You're MacGyver. <laughs> well, you know I've done a lot of independent movies. Have you
0: seen this uh, <laughs> Churchill movie,
1: The Darkest Hour? Yeah. The Gary Oldman one? Yeah. I did. Do you have a Do you have a Churchill? Like a Churchill impersonation?
0: We <laughs>
1: <laughs> will not. We will not settle for anything for Adam.
0: Wait, no, was That's that... not accurate. <laughs> well, I'm not even trying.
1: That's not your Churchill. Not at all. Have you you spent a bunch of time in London? Did you go to the Churchill war rooms? <laughs> Hell no. Hey, buddy, oh. you're you're gonna go back there again, right? There's a third movie.
0: I just realized you have the Cobra uh tattoo on your arm. This there. is
1: the secret ninja clan. Yeah, it's the I Ching. Is that the, the... I
0: Ching? But is that what the one that, that Storm Show had, or who who had that one? It's everybody, that...
1: everybody from the Rashikagi had... Brotherhood, the yeah, Brash- of course. You son of a you know it all, don't you? Listen, if you're going to brand yourself as a brotherhood of ninjas, you better know the fucking history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me when, when you're, you do with the light? When let you just do let it? that happen. When you're in uh, London next, we, did you've you got to go. Yeah. Yes. First of all, we're on the 4D experience. We're in the underground. And we have. What is it called? The underneath? What? Did you see Get Out?
0: Oh. We're in the dark place. The underneath? What is it? The, the, the
1: sunken place? The sunken place. sunken place. Mm, that, <laughs> that movie's good. Man.
0: Ooh, like the tears. So good. I think that Franco got bumped out of it, and he's getting now he's getting a chance. Although, if Franco got nominated for an Oscar, I don't know how I'd feel about that.
1: It's tough, though, because Did you see I, that performance? The disaster artist? Yeah. I did. I did, and here's what's tough about <sighs> it. The performance, it was hysterical. No, no, no. How do you... It's like, um... The the thing that I loved about that movie is the same thing I love about Ed Wood, which is that I'm an actor. I'm circus folk, right? Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate the... Concept that the worst Wait, day. What do you mean, you're circus folk? I'm circus folk, man. I'm not. I'm not in it for the celebrity. I'm a fucking freak, and I love performing. It's as simple as that. I'm addicted. I'm, an, I'm. I'm circus folk. Yeah, too. buddy. I know you are. Like we, we bonded really hard about just needing to do this thing, and not because you need people to applaud, but because that's what you do.
0: Well, I, I need them to
1: applaud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe just to let you know that they felt it too. Yeah. Um, just remember what loads were. And you let me know if you... We can, how can we even talk about this? Nah, not really. But the thing about the, thing about the, the mm-hmm. Franco thing is that yeah. movie is about people that need to make movies. It's about people that need to be a part of it. And the one woman even says that the worst day on a movie set is better than the absolute best day busting concrete or whatever else <laughs> you can do to make money. Right? Yes. And so that's... <laughs> that's something that i really related to is the idea of we're gonna fucking make this movie you want to have a dream you want to be james dean we could do that let's fucking do it who can stop us let's let's all let's get a bunch of people together we'll make our own goddamn thing you know what i mean yeah and the, tough thing the about, movie it was based on yeah the tough thing about tommy Wiseau is he's just for all his heart he's not good he's not a good actor it's not well, that's a given. <laughs> not a good director, right? No. But the concept of that movie is something I really relate to. The like, well, we're gonna fucking do it ourselves, yeah. like that. That for the really... love of the
0: game, getting everybody in the neighborhood, your friends yeah. together.
1: So whether or not you like Franco's performance of Tommy Wiseau, I really connected to that movie and what it's about. Um, I dig it. Yeah. I've never seen the room either. Have you seen the the movie? It's no, based not on... at all.
0: But now I want to. I still have it though. But even though how do you... I do, kind of, it's, it's a morbid fascination. Isn't that like
1: loving Ed Wood but deciding to watch Plan Nine?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. How do you interpret what happened on the? Um the The Golden Globes, where they
1: like backhanded Weez- uh, weezo. I didn't see it. I oh, haven't. Yeah. Uh, I've I've like super unplugged, man. Yeah, it's probably bad, but I've super super unplugged. What's movies have you seen? You saw the Churchill movie. <laughs> I'm watching all the movies. I'm not watching any of the stuff. Like I haven't. I haven't tuned into social. I haven't really posted social. <laughs> I haven't watched the award shows. I'm just. I mean, absorbing the content, but I'm not taking in the conversation about it. The You've pa- been the- doing the- this. For 30-some-odd years. Who, me acting? Yes. Yeah, buddy. So
0: is this how you have figured out how to navigate all of this, this shit This is all very recent.
1: This is when all of social media has become a toxic place, like, where you can't— Wow. So, social media used to be a free exchange of ideas. It was sort of like a welcoming into your teenage bedroom with Facebook. You're like, hey, this is the stuff I like. Yikes. What's up? These are my favorite bands or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're and then Twitter. Navigating a minefield. Yeah, Twitter used to be like a fun place where the and average person. And you're navigating can... the
0: whole kids realm, you know? Like you're. Oh, you mean like making content for kids? Yeah. Well, you're yeah. you're
1: involved with mutant ninja
0: turtles, and how many? Mean, how no, no, no. Many... I'm
1: done. I'm done turtles now. Oh. And I got to do three seasons of turtles mm-hmm. in this new iteration, and now they're going to do a relaunch.
0: Interesting. Well, I,
1: I grew up on Turtles, so even getting yeah, to contribute, too. like, a percentage is exciting for me to get to be a part of the permanent. Like, who was your favorite?
0: Because you did Leonardo. I got to play
1: Leonardo. But who was your favorite? Um, I always felt more like uh, Mikey, I guess. Mikey, yeah, because okay, Mikey yeah. was such a uh, fuck up and, like, <laughs> excited and, like, way too much energy and down for being a fucking yeah. ninja, bro. Like, whatever the shape of it was, that was what Mikey <laughs> was.
0: I love Raphael because of the like he had he was like kind of like Wolverine. Yeah, he's like. got a rage problem. Yeah. <laughs> the Berserker. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he he yeah. was always lurking on the uh, yeah. rooftops, ready to pounce with his size. Yeah, Raphael's dangerous. Yeah, but uh, so
1: now I finished yeah. that. Um, uh, but that was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, it's just cool. I love turtles. Getting to be a part of it was exciting.
0: Well, shit, man. I mean, that's fucking cool because I mean you're in a situation where. You get to, your your the whole robot chicken thing. Now hold on, No, I want I want to talk about how.
1: How long do we have? Like how we about an hour. Yeah. Is that okay. cool? An hour. Yeah, we can talk. Say whatever it's we not want. Forever, man. but you're probably one of the few people. Like this is funny to, for us to even be I know, recording but, this yeah, conversation. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> it happens a lot because I bring friends on who yeah. happen to be in the business as well. Who and happen- then you
1: forget that this is actually all part of the performance game. That somehow this, you... this media is critical for either of our. Personas to continue to,
0: but you have been you you have feel like you like like came out of the womb and you were just like charming the doctor. You're like, hey pal, listen, I don't smack you, you don't smack me, all right? How, well,
1: that, that's an interesting <laughs> question, Dan. How how early did you know that you were a performer? Very early. Me too. Toddler style.
0: So I, I want to talk about the time where you you said I, I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but there was a time where you um. You like suddenly like started talking at a Hasbro event, and then they made you a <laughs> spokesperson, and you were like five or some shit.
1: No, no, no. I was uh, twelve years old, yeah. and uh, yeah. I had uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I told you this story. So I uh, I love toys, and I've always been really interested because I started doing commercials at such a young age. I became aware of the way things were advertised and manufactured and the way that a person created a line of toys that was then sold to a company that manufactured and distributed it. Um, And so I just understood all that stuff really, really young, right? Yeah. And uh, one year I got to go to the Toy Fair, which pre the internet was the way that everybody, um, all of the stores from Toys R Us to Kmart met with all of the companies from Hasbro to Tonka about which Products they were going to carry in their stores throughout the year, right? So these right. products were going to be manufactured a at a particular for rate. All the toys, right? It is, but it's a con specifically for the manufacturers and the distributors. Right. But it was also a showplace for every single toy that was being made by any company in the right. U.S. And so that, for me as a, a, a 11-year-old, was like the most fucking exciting proposition yeah. on the planet. Oh my god! So I found my way into Kenner, and uh, about right. 12 years old at this point. And uh, it's all of my favorite shit. It's Mask. It's uh, superpowers. It's um, a bunch of new stuff. They, <laughs> they had launched, like, the Chuck Norris line. Ugh. Just all this crazy <laughs> stuff. And uh, I watched the guy dressed up like Matt Tracker from Mask give the presentation to everybody from, I mean, what even existed? at that point from Kitty City to Toys R Us, right? Yeah. So he's bringing all these groups through trying to sell them on the annual plan from Kenner. And uh I just I just memorized his shit so fast. Right. <laughs> that when he split for the day about 5:40, wow. And somebody from the Hasbro show group brought a last tour of buyers through. I just jumped in and pretended to be The kid character from Mask, Scott Tracker, and I led people through a demonstration of all the all the stuff. I go, "Oh, welcome! I'm Scott Tracker. My father, Matt, is out away on official business fighting venom." How old were you? Twelve. Twelve. That's
0: pretty ballsy, dude. Yeah.
1: You know, I'd already been. You'd already been. I'd already been acting professionally for a while, and I know, I know from anybody that's ever done anything, you just jump in there.
0: So you came out of the womb and you grabbed the umbilical. You're just all,
1: "Hello, my baby." (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Didn't you? I, I feel like so. I feel like you and I always had that in common. Like this is just what you do.
0: Yeah, but you—I mean—but you started professionally extremely early. You had that confidence didn't immediately. Did you
1: start theater, When were you in theater? You did—you did stuff in school, right?
0: Yeah, but I wasn't getting
1: paid. I yeah. wasn't in front of a camera. I didn't have it in school, so I just sought it out. You know.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's—you gotta—you gotta have the confidence to, but to to be acting with all these people, like fucking, like radio days. Uh, like so that was like huge
1: it was well I got the first movie I ever got to do was the Hotel New Hampshire which was okay. Jodie Foster Rob Lowe oh Bo Bridges Nastassia Kinski Wilford Brimley Wallace Shawn Amanda Plummer like it was Wallace Shawn yeah exactly exactly and then I got to work with him again in radio days but He's it was like oh here's Wallace Shawn again <laughs> I got the... oh Wally remember that time we were in Montreal <laughs> together so it's this, weird, it's this weird fucking reality where I've been doing yeah. this so long and I'm yet not but in you my were just, 70s. you were
0: just smooth. You walked on set the first time with all of these people who were like heroes and shit.
1: I didn't know any of them like that. I understood oh, okay. that a 20-year-old Jodie Foster was a big deal because she'd already been nominated for an Oscar. And I understood that a 19-year-old Rob Lowe was a big deal because he had been in The Outsiders, you know? Right. And I understood that a... Twenty-one-year-old Nastasia Kinsky was a big deal because cat people had just come out. Right, you know what I mean. So I knew all these people were a big deal, but when you're eight, you don't think about a big deal. And I, I guess I always imagined that I was going to be an actor for the rest of my life, and so even at a very young age, I just thought, oh, this is how I <coughs> enter. You know,
0: radio days was my first um, introduction to you. Really? Yeah, that's fun. So the movie <laughs> we would go. And- my parents love Woody Allen movies. We saw so many Woody Allen movies, and that was one that we. got. And you
1: grew up in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a big thing about it. So you just love yeah. that filmmaking.
0: And we got to see. Uh, I have this crazy. This one time, I was. You know, he has that. This one bridge. It's like a little bridge. It's a gorgeous bridge over this little pond in Central Park. And uh, when I this is back when I used to jog, so this is you a long time. time. Yeah, exactly. Time? For, for one year, <laughs> once. <laughs>
1: Although you do look good, man. Thanks, man. I changed my diet. So,
0: 2000, <laughs> early 2000, and I'm jogging, and I'm in Central Park. <coughs> and uh, I, you know, this. I know Woody Allen has a lot of controversy, but he's he's fucking iconic. And uh, so I'm, and I'm, I'm running on the beach. I'm jogging, and I'm like, Well, there's a lot of people, whatever. <laughs> and then suddenly, I'm face to face with Woody Allen.
1: What? How old were you?
0: In my early 20s. And I realized, oh my god! I just, I'm just ran through this fucking shot. <laughs> They've been yelling at me, to fucking, and I just, I've had earphones oh, in. I was just oh listening to loud music, and I just, uh, and I'm just the asshole who ran into their fucking shot, That's and now face to face with fucking Woody Allen, who was just like a, a stone. Yeah. Like, hey, get the fuck out of here! And He didn't say anything. He didn't <laughs> say that, but he could have.
1: Wouldn't have expected that at all.
0: And I was just like, whoa, you're Woody Allen, <laughs> I'm
1: just an asshole. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're to get the fuck out of here We're well aware, thank you <laughs> Don't make me kick your ass
0: um, That's my Woody Allen story But you have any crazy Woody Allen stories on that set?
1: You know what's crazy? The radio days I shot for 18 weeks 18 weeks Wow And I, I lived at a hotel in New York You For lived all it? that time I Lived Fuck Lived in the hotel it, it, That was his idea I mean, that was just what the budget would allow, I assume. But I was 12, too, wow. which is also surreal. Because I was such a fucking kid. And now I think about it. When I meet 12-year-olds, when I meet 12-year-olds, yeah. I think about what I was tasked with at that age and how I had just already been like, steeped in the concept of being professional and being measured against adults. So, That's crazy. <laughs> I guess so.
0: How surreal? Oh, wait, what were you about to say?
1: I don't know nothing
0: how surreal is it how fucking surreal is it that they brought you on because we met on Marsney's
1: moms yeah and they brought you on to play a kid well i think both simon and i were well aware of the reality that <laughs> there was never going to be a version of this movie that had my voice Did so they know i didn't know that there was, we talked about like i tried to do a kid voice but so you were like a stunt man well, more like the physical performance of the character, you know? I, I've spent enough time in animation to really appreciate the I feel
0: like so detail weird. of my
1: contribution. Because I was performing with you, man. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, the kid that dubbed it, all of my stuff... Well, all the facial He wasn't... St-
0: that kid wasn't
1: performing with me. He was no, in no, no, some no. fucking room somewhere. Right, but the kid... Uh, Simon directed that kid against my performance. You know what but I mean? still. So when all the facial features, all the physicality of the character, that's my rendering. But it's also, I didn't, I, I don't know, dude. I didn't do that movie to get famous. <laughs> like, I didn't no. feel like anyone was gonna Who even did? notice that. You Especially like... not my performance. I didn't think anybody was gonna notice I, me in that, that movie. Was a,
0: that was, I mean, didn't what if it became like a big thing?
1: I, I wonder the way people would designate credit on its success, you know? For for me it was just so cool. That medium just looked so cool. I got yeah. to see Jim Carrey do Christmas Carol and it just looked so fun and I love acting so much, Dan. That when Simon was like, hey, do you think you could play a, a 10-year-old? I was like, Course. Of course. Of
0: course. Of course. It's mean, brilliant. Yeah. I played a 10-year-old on fucking Broadway.
1: See what I'm saying? But here, but here, but the
0: thing is, is
1: well, that that, that, that's that experience
0: the... was theater, and it yeah. was such. That's why yes. that that was so beautiful. Like, I remember you telling me stories about Jim Carrey on that set where he's just like, he's the like, costumes. "You want to see me change costumes? Shrip! And like, he'd strip, he'd like rip off some velcro <laughs> and velcro? put another name on. It says like, Look, "Now I'm this ghost!
1: Candle." Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Now I'm screwed
1: I do love that this ghost. What a complicated cat, right?
0: Who? uh, Jim Jim Carrey. Have you seen the recent... uh... I just
1: saw that Doc got published the thing he did when he was making Man on the Moon, which I'm interested in seeing because I actually love his performance in that. Jim and Andy. And I love Andy Kaufman, and I I fucking root for Jim Carrey, man. I think he's the real deal. And it's so hard, you know this, when you're known as a comedian, but you have real feelings, and you as an actor want to express... Any of that. And people only want to see you be silly. It's difficult. And that hurts. Like when you when you are the clown that the that the psychiatrist is recommending the the depressed person go to see to make them happy. And you're like, but I'm the clown. You know what I mean? Like you need to just express that as a performer. Right. So I think that's a lot of Jim. I've Is heard that, crazy. I mean,
0: I I love him, and I've heard crazy stories about him. But but yeah. you know he he's a <laughs> judge, world he's... judge,
1: not less TV judge. Like neither one of us were the first person to make twenty million dollars oh, for yeah. a movie, oh, yeah. right? And neither one of us were were the guy that got famous for literally talking out of his ass. That documentary
0: and so, was like so literally. What the, the Jim and Andy?
1: Yeah, because I haven't watched he, it yet. Is it great? Oh, I thought you said you did. Uh, no, I just saw the the trailer for it.
0: Well, you saw him in the trailer. <laughs> This the whole movie is summed up with Jim Carrey, just with a bag on his head, doing a, the, the other character, you know, it's other fucking uh, with, uh, Tony, Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton, thank you. I always forget his name, but I love that whole idea. Yeah. And 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 like, did you read that And Milos read... Forman going, I, I I'm, I'm trying to make a movie. <laughs> I don't
1: know how to. This I, is, I, I with, uh, strongly recommend seeing it. I worked with Edward I, 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 Norton uh, right after that movie got made. Who? Edward Norton. We did oh, an Italian yeah, job yeah. the same year that uh, Man of the Moon came out. And yes. uh, right. Edward had put together a brilliant tape, like a brilliant tape. And he'd just done Larry Flint with Milos Forman. So yeah. he really thought he could get that role And it. That's one of those things where right. the politics of dancing gets in the place. Like, um, there was no way Milos Forman could... If he put Jim Carrey in that movie, Mm. guaranteed $20 million opening weekend. If he puts Edward in it, Ah. it's like at most a five, right? Same movie, same movie, just because of the level of the performer. And so the people that were making that movie were banking on Jim Carrey um, with the Ace Ventura or Liar Liar or Dumb and Dumber kind of crossover appeal to bring in an audience, even though it's a dramatic piece. By the way. It's fucked up. I was
0: thinking about that movie today because I was looking at all the things you've done over the, the like, the span. Uh, <laughs> your career is incredible. Ooh. But the Italian job, the, the uh, I don't remember anything about that movie except oh, yeah? the Charlize. I remember she was in it. Yeah. You just reminded me that Norton was in it. I guess he started it. <laughs> But <laughs> I remember the one thing that I remember about that is the car chases, yes. the how they got the, the the safe, and you just being like hey, oh Touchdown, oh, yeah. Holy Ghost. What do you yeah, say, buddy? Yeah, well, that's I don't remember. Some improv in the but moment. They made that, they used that in the trailer, yeah.
1: They used that in everything, yeah. That's Dan, what I remember from that. Dan, movie. you're a character actor, you know how to steal, steal a scene like that. Well, you stole the whole movie. That's the, hush, in my memory. Hush now. In my memory, <laughs> <laughs> who else was that? Fucking Was Gene Hackman Everybody. in that? No, no, no. It's uh, it's uh, Mark Wahlberg right. and uh, and uh, Donald Sutherland. Sutherland, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Edward's about. in it, Charlize is in it, most deaf is in it. And uh, Jay Statham is in it. This was great. So, Jay, we we do the rehearsals for that movie. Yeah. And then Jason's like, hey, guys, I've got this picture coming out. How you guys huh? come check your phone tickets to the premiere? The premiere. Like that. So we go to see the fucking premiere of The Transporter. Whoa. The Transporter. Whoa. Now, this movie hasn't even come out yet. Wow. We've been working with this guy for a week. And now we go to see the premiere of The Transporter. Right. And I don't know how well you remember that movie. Jay, like, <laughs> he... he he skydives out of a plane, it's like, crazy. in a wingsuit, lands on a moving train, and like then fights a 40, bunch of yes. guys covered in oil with bike pedals on his feet. Right? Do you remember this? So the very next day, I'm like, Jay, wow. you didn't tell me you're fucking Superman. <laughs> like, this is, I now I'm nervous it's to a, work uh, with also you. also a trainer. But didn't he do a fucking thing
0: where he did a movie? Where, I saw the movie where it was, like, sidequel, cool, where he, like, he like injects this shit and then he's like crank crank.
1: Yeah. Jay's great. He showed up in Is fucking he? Fast and the Furious, man. I'm but I'm a believer in that guy. I actually really love working with that guy. But he's in he's an Italian job too. And it was a moment where everybody oh, It was right. it was crazy. That movie just worked. You, you work
0: know. you've worked with everyone.
1: I've worked with a lot of people. Yeah. Throughout yeah. my career, yeah, I've worked with a lot of people.
0: So do you think that time that you hijack that the, the uh, toys <laughs> to, the toy con? Yeah. Do you think that's what led to robot chicken like later it's like your love of- well i
1: would definitely sit not that specific moment but i've always but been i think that in was toys. the catalyst it no, must no, have no, been no, you just no, no. like hardly no 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 i've always loved toys i've always and been doing interested- little
0: armies and shows and in- for yourself and yeah
1: you- yes yeah, yeah, sp- a lot like making art projects or short films i've always loved stop motion and i've always been interested in the yeah. manufacturing and production and the like creation and distribution of toys like I think that's really fascinating what I, we yeah. what we play with culturally what kinds of things inspire us what kinds of things make us uh connect with pop and connect with each other I've always found that really interesting
0: how many so wait so how many voices did you do you do on that show like uh, do you do all the voices I or do like... whatever
1: here here's the thing you we just have a, do every voice whatever else can. yeah we have a budget basically that allows us six to seven unique performers per episode right and so if there's because <laughs> it's a short-form sketch show, so you'll have a character that's like three words, and nonetheless, they're right, billed right. through SAG as a single character, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got a contract that allows me an unlimited usage against my producerial fees, so SAG is compensated and all the union things are are correct, yeah. and I basically take it as exclusions in other fees so that... It doesn't break our overall budget. Yeah. But we have our uh, five to seven unique performers, which are three voices each. So that's like 15 to 20 uh, or th- uh, 30, I guess, if it's seven, uh, 30 y- different voices. And then I'll just pick up whatever else. Right. Whatever else.
0: I had the honor of yeah, being you on fucking, your show. Oh, man. I,
1: I told you you're... Like, I couldn't remember the other two bits that you did, but that Joker yeah. makeup tutorial. Uh, well,
0: how do I? i never seen it. It
1: hasn't aired yet. It's oh, cool. Okay, I think okay. we're four deep on the ninth season, and I think you're like seven. Okay, it is. Okay. Oh, my God, Dan. When I saw the first <laughs> edit of the animation, I was just like, yeah. this is
0: brilliant. Awesome. I You guys have thrown me some delicious steaks over the years. Like, I got to do that Twilight Zone one with the... Um, Oh, that's right, it? right.
1: <laughs> With or the busted glasses and the
0: porn. <laughs> he gets all the porn. And the- no!
1: Not now! His dick <laughs> falls off. Sometimes the jokes are really lowbrow, man. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> what nah. season are you in? Uh, this is our ninth season. Dude, that's
0: like cheers.
1: Yeah. Cheers it doesn't feel real. Seasons. That doesn't feel real. That's one of those weird things where you are like, "Really? You have? Is this happening? Are you sure this isn't some sliding well, door?" You are doing what
0: you love, and and the universe is like, "Yes, keep going." So, um, you have parodied Star Wars, right? You we, have, we
1: got to make three Star Wars with Lucasfilm.
0: With them, I mean, is that just like the fucking?
1: Yeah. How do you even? Dream how or? do you put that into words? Like that's insane. I've had I've had like the, because I I grew up on. Star Wars, I was inspired by everything that Lucasfilm made. Not yeah. not just their content, but the way that they did it, right? Mm-hmm. And so to get to, um, you know, uh, Senreich and I spent four years developing that animated show with George Lucas that got right. shelved when right. they sold it to... Detours, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I, I can't even really verbalize the value of that experience. It's just sort of like...
0: You think that'll come out soon? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think I think the best bet for that, for that content at least, the stuff that's finished is, um, you know, Disney's talking about an an SVOD. They're they're talking about like a streaming content site that's a subscription base, and they have enough content to support it. And I would bet something like Detours would yeah. be a good um, siren to any subscribers because there's at least thirty nine episodes. And, but I, but I also don't know it. I think we're. I think because Force Awakened has come out and Force Awakens has yeah. come out, and because Last Jedi come out and Rogue One has come out, it puts us in a better place where the concept of a parody of the um, original trilogy and prequels doesn't compete with the new expressions of Star Wars under the right. Disney banner. In fact, sidequels and Schmeidquels. I think this. I think this supports it, and you know, Marvel's proven really well also under Disney that they're able to release. Uh, multiple iterations of content without it conflicting you know yeah so for me i'm i don't know man i got my money's worth (laughs) you know what i'm saying i got to spend four years at the inside of lucasfilm like under george lucas developing the last tv he created with working a year under kathleen kennedy who's one of my straight up heroes and getting to see how she managed the transition of Lucasfilm is an independent company to something that's under Disney, but maintaining its own identity and persona and autonomy. Like, that's invaluable. It's invaluable. So Were you
0: chilling with him on the ranch that whole time?
1: We did, let me think. Over the four years, we had writing groups at least twice a year, but sometimes as often as three times a year, right. for two weeks, and we worked up on the rancher at Big Rock. Uh, did
0: you ever see anything slithering around? Anything... <laughs> Well, yeah, you, you've you been know, there, haven't you? you it's surprisingly for, not Star Wars. I've been Wars. there twice. I've been there because... Surprisingly
1: not, not very Star Wars-centric. We well,
0: I don't know. We did fanboys, <laughs> right? So they let us go, Kyle. They let go, Kyle take yeah, a bunch of Yeah, but fanboys doesn't
1: actually represent anything on the ranch.
0: No, they let us come to the ranch. <laughs> no, what we yeah. shot was not the ranch at all.
1: Yeah. But uh,
0: they let us come to the ranch uh, because Kyle became friendly with Lucas, and they let us go into the archives, and we went around. Yeah. And, that was fucking so cool.
1: It is really cool.
0: I got pictures. I got yeah. pictures.
1: But, it's like uh, movie studio props and stuff, and more than the reverence of Star Wars, you appreciate the contributions to filmmaking.
0: But what's crazy about the the archives? I don't know. I don't know what's up with it now. But um, I you, I would, see, which is an interesting segue at some point. But I, you would see. Fucking Howard the Duck, you know, just on, like, a bottom shelf somewhere, like, squished He remains in on there. that bottom shelf. But next to him on the next bottom shelf is fucking Han and Carbonite. Yeah. You know, and then the Doctor— Now they're an aisle apart. Then the Doctor EO, <laughs> like, you know— you know, oh, like, that's so funny! So unitard, you like, say,
1: yeah, like so. Le- uh, Layla, the one of the main curators, <laughs> it's she all just, bunched together. It's they fucking just crazy. found the Captain Neo stuff and they put it on display in the wardrobe archives now, which is a separate building.
0: What do you mean they just found it? Did it go missing? Because I kind of know who kind of might have taken it. It might have been Kyle.
1: Oh, really? That might have been Kyle Newman, Because um, he was
0: pr- prancing around in it.
1: That's you shouldn't tell anybody. That ever. <laughs> Um, I know for a fact that that, that that outfit used to sit in a particular box, and we knew that it was in that box, but yes. they didn't realize, the curator didn't realize it was in that box until recently, and now they've placed it into a better I'm display. i pretty sure I
0: have pictures of Kyle Newman putting it on, and then putting it, it was Kyle. It was fucking Kyle.
1: Well, Or maybe it was you. It could have been anybody. It could have been anybody. <laughs> it's definitely not me, Dan. I think it was, uh, it was, Michael I'm take the blame. Jackson. I'm
0: taking the blame. Because I can do it <laughs> be Michael Jackson.
1: You, you would, you would tear the shoulders of that <laughs> thing apart. Fat man in yeah. a little EO. <laughs> I would pay to see that. I would pay, I would pay, I would pay for the repair on that uh, one of a kind leather, shit. Uh, leather thing. So the just to see you rip it in
0: half. I probably would just yeah, just maybe. Fit How on long my is this thigh. segment? What do we uh,
1: do? We we don't have to talk about anything, do we? We can talk about Cap Nio's jacket all we Whatever want. The
0: fuck you want? We got a half hour left. Oh yeah, I have some questions. Let's
1: hear it. Um, <laughs> you have
0: questions for me, Dan? Yeah, I'm from the internet. does anybody that
1: listens to you know that we're like friends in real life? Does anybody? I think
0: they might have figured it out
1: from this, but not prior to this.
0: I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe they
1: figured it out from this. That's funny. I mean, yeah. You know what I realized? I never got to see you in uh, spelling, <laughs> spelling Bee. Like, right. I've never seen that play, and I, ser- I didn't get to see you in it, which is sad for me. You want me to do a performance for you right now? Do you You Man, have, like, I how agree. many monologues? <laughs> 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 I'm on the table dancing right now, everyone. Oh, my God, I've got some ones for your for your guard. Why are you wearing garter belts? <laughs>
0: It's part of the character.
1: Magic.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute.
1: Um, <laughs> see how I shifted the attention. Yeah,
0: you did. It was wonderful.
1: Thanks, buddy. The,
0: uh, you know, I, but you, you know, they want to hear about you. They don't want to hear. about Do me. they? I, well, maybe not.
1: Don't you think people that are subscribing <clears> to your <throat> podcast are actually more interested in hearing about you?
0: No, hell no. I, I that would get old, dude. I'm, I, you know what I'm saying? You want to know what your name means?
1: My personal name? Yes. Uh, Sure. What do you got? (laughs) Because I
0: got like, I got like really interested in that. Like, like Spielberg. Spielberg, Spiel is play, Uh and Berg is mountain. So he's play mountain. He's a mountain of
1: fun. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Or a mountain of a play, like theater. Exactly. Maybe he's the theater mountain.
0: I love it. It's like, it's up for interpretation, but sometimes it works. Sure. So, Okay, so so your name is I found that it's
1: Seth Benjamin Green. <laughs> that's me yeah, that's difficult, the internet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Seth, you know what you know what Seth means?
1: Um, I know that Seth was Adam's third son.
0: Yeah. Right whose, after Cain. Cain and Abel. Was,
1: yeah. yeah was... Whose purpose was to propagate the earth. Wow, dude. Yeah. That was what I was gifted with at a young age. Both my parents were like, Oh, oh, oh yeah, God. Seth propagated the earth. And I was like, What does that mean? Am I meant to like yeah. Keep, have just a bunch of sex. Is that what you're keep it going? Keep it going.
0: Well, let me tell you what your full name means here, man. No. Okay, so Seth means anointed son of the South or son of the right hand.
1: Huh. Yeah. Does this mean I'm supposed to like be the vice president for Trump's second term? <laughs> Jesus. Well, I would
0: interpret it as if if you're supposed to like propagate the earth. Maybe you're supposed to just like just give just and jack give it with your the right seed. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> but because check out because what's your last name? Your last name is well. Okay, so okay, so son of the right hand and green means fertile and abundant. So isn't that fucking crazy? I mean, it's like, maybe you are supposed to be, like...
1: Just abundant and fertile. Yeah. And the right hand. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how you want to interpret that. Well, I think I'll let our, our listeners uh, submit <laughs> their I wanted to do...
0: I thought I did <coughs> Benjamin here. So Seth is anointed son of the South. No, no. Oh, I see. No, it's I got it. Seth means anointed one. Anointed one.
1: <laughs> Hands down, best interview I've ever done. By the way,
0: am I? I it just usually goes better than this. <laughs> I'm baked out of my mind. It was going fantastically yeah. until this point.
1: Then that happened. Let's let's cut that part out. No, let's keep it in. No, no, fuck that part. No, this is the part that we like meticulously curate.
0: <laughs> Let me talk to you about how many Emmy awards do you have from Robot Chicken?
1: Uh we have two statues. A bunch of nominations it went- and, and a bunch of uh, individual achievements, which is actually, that's actually my favorite because like any one of our animators that did something on our behalf and then won an award for it, that's really special. You know, uh, animators, performers, anybody that's gotten nominated for the show, for their contribution to the show, that's, that's really special. And then the two awards that we've won are for the show proper, like for the whole show, like best production in, yeah. the, in the category. Yeah. And that's really meaningful, too, because it's the sum total of everybody's hard work. And it's a lot of fucking people, man. A lot of people make the show. And it's so, it's so silly at the end of the day. You think, oh, wow, what is all this worth? And then when you get recognized amongst your peers, when you get to go to the awards show, and it's like going to prom, really. You know, you get to go to prom yeah, with, yeah. with all your classmates. You get to see who your peer group is. That's, that's encouraging, too. You look around at the other people in your category, and you're like, holy shit. Our name, our name amongst these names, that's nuts. Yep. And then when they actually call your name and you get a statue, that's it's crazy, it's what, crazy.
0: What have you? Where are you? Where are they? Your statues? Point, My statues?
1: They're pointy. Yo, the Emmy is a murder it's weapon. A weapon? Yeah, they did that. I think it was uh, in. Uh, it's like Cohen brother. In, uh, intolerable cruelty. Did someone fall on one? No, 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 no. It's that. It's intolerable cruelty. It's a Cohen brothers movie. and They used no, uh, the yeah, Emmy as a murder weapon.
0: Oh, oh. What did they? Yeah. How did they do it? Did they poke someone's eyes out? Fucking wings
1: stabbed through the head.
0: Yeah, through yeah. the head. Yeah. yeah. You can my easily My Partner fall Matt Senreich
1: cut his chin open. Of course, like did. doing antic photos on the night of the <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I mean, the Photographers were like, Well, you should kiss it or so. He kissed, stabbed and himself he gave in himself the face. A stabbed himself in the face. Oh my god. Yeah, it's brutal.
0: Yeah, why do they do that?
1: And they're like, We're not
0: changing it.
1: The same way they make the um Olympic medalists bite their medal, even though there's no Why are you making them do that? Why do they do that? Do the thing with the teeth, because we need the picture. Why do they have... Do they do that all the time? All the time. It's... Have you never looked up pictures of Olympic medalists biting their medals? Well, now I'm just going to go
0: down that rabbit hole for about a week. It is like a
1: hundred years long. This
0: is a question from a Twitter fan named Akbar number 1 now
1: <laughs> it's the question is do you think do you think he's muslim or a star wars fan like which version <laughs> we'll see
0: <laughs> is admiral akbar <laughs> well now we know
1: i can't believe it
0: is admiral akbar just richard nixon in disguise and then and then like think about that that's a because rhetorical of this, that's a rhetorical question the sound of the voice yeah
1: but Nixon's never done any on camera performing even voiceover performing since he left the office <laughs> <laughs> you know they killed Akbar off fucking camera in Last Jedi that's really upsetting
0: we should talk a little bit about that nah you wanna
1: Nah. You no, know we I can know talk about how great rebels. Churchill. Is I watched
0: Churchill today, and yeah. he sounded it's like amazing. Admiral
1: Ackbar. Yeah, how great is Gary Oldman in that role? Like, unfucking believable. He's very good. Yeah. However, you have to do that. By the way, I've gone to the Churchill were, War Rooms in London, they, which are st- they still stand. And the, the the whole thing about it is that when the war was over, at least when the bombing stopped, and they finally came back out of these fucking bunkers. Yeah. They just never went back. So for t- twenty or thirty years. The shit just stayed exactly the same down to their sugar packets and like the bulletin, the, um, the, pu- the push pins in the maps. So yeah. it looks exactly like it does.
0: I'm starting a new thing now. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. I think that people have probably done it already. But after seeing the movie, yeah. have you seen Dunkirk yet?
1: I haven't seen Dunkirk yet.
0: Okay. It's a double feature. It's a it's a side, cool, side cool prequel.
1: It's true. They actually they fit they like flawlessly into one another, yes. right? Yeah, because the whole thing that he stages is basically the end of the movie. And I'm and I'm
0: pretty sure that people are gonna now play the movie back to back with like maybe Pink Floyd over it.
1: I'm down for that. I'll tell you what, um Darkest Hour is shot beautifully. It's like a beautiful independent movie. The I really loved it personally. I um I thought his performance was incredible, um, but I found myself laughing a lot. It's <laughs> <really> <laughs> tough, <laughs> and there were some people who were just like, I heard some people laugh because they were like, what the fuck did he say? It won't be, and it's the t- because you got both King George and Churchill who notoriously <laughs> both had speech impediments. And then you have the, Everyone the scene had to-
0: a speech impediment. It's- <laughs>
1: It's you know what was great? It's very tricky. The he guy who like, plays the king, who
0: was also in Rogue One, he's getting yeah. a lot of work. What the fuck is that guy's name again? I don't know his name. Well, we'll figure it out. But he's, hes I'm like, very, I was very proud of him.
1: He's like, You fan. could edit right into this moment and be like, Clancy Murphy. <laughs> we, <laughs> don't we don't care. We don't care. We're real people. It's <laughs> like super after the fact. Let's... Davey <laughs> <laughs> The Atlanta Falcons. You know uh, what's that guy's name? It's uh, John Davis. <laughs> yeah,
0: fuck it. I don't know. Oh, he's getting enough work. We don't need to yeah, plug him. To. Uh, but hes I thought he was I like...
1: just like you editing this show long after I've left. Well, that, that happens. Yeah. Uh... It's 2018. Time to upgrade your movie
0: watching experience. Check out 4DX today and get into the action. Stretch your senses beyond the screen. 4DX is an immersive, full-sensory theater experience. Equipped with wind, fog, rain, sense, and a ton of effects to bring you into the story.
1: Feel the force vibrate with every lightsaber
0: duel. Feel the wind rip through a train heist. and every twist and turn on the high-speed chase. 4DX has theaters in Los Angeles, New York, Seattle, Washington, D.C., and many more slated to open in a 4DX theater near you soon. 4DX USA on Facebook. <laughs> but uh, I thought that, um, I just thought that there were moments that everyone had the the everyone at to be and then Goldman and then the other guys it's all <laughs>
1: like fucking, some of the guys had like droopy dog you, you could you could redub that entire movie with cartoon characters <laughs> but it wouldn't that. it wouldn't be uh any less compelling i think oh <clears throat> man what who is uh, sandbag is that like is that just to hold the door
0: yeah, sometimes we want to hold it open, and yeah. sometimes we want to keep
1: it closed. Right. Next time we want to keep it closed. Ain't nobody getting in here, man, until they meet our demands. He's right, man. I'm going to get both a bus and a flamethrower, <laughs> and then we're going to go out on the roof like Hans Gruber stop. And I want to see <laughs> Gary Busey's hand before we leave. <laughs> Gary Busey, take off that mask. Wait, that's not a mask? Oh, shit. Gary <laughs> Busey, here, wear this mask. <laughs> Please. Uh, and put the... Remember, you know... I do like that the format of this can is literally anything that you want it to be. Yeah. That's fun. And then I, I think I want to Do people out. respond to that? What a, yeah, they What kind it. of listeners it, it. do you get it? What do they want? What the hell do they want <laughs> from us? What do they want, Dan? <laughs> God damn it. We both just want them to like what we're doing.
0: I think I'm going to animate some of this stuff, man. I
1: think that's... I Did think... you watch that Ricky Gervais thing on? Yeah. Uh, I love that. Me too. And um, uh, Creature Comforts too, the Aardman thing where they yeah. uh, just interviewed normal people to speak normally. Yeah. And then they animated it as if it was inside a zoo and the characters were zoo animals. We
0: have crazy characters. You know, I would love to... And we go off on tangents and we. And I would love to see those. Does
1: somebody co-host this show with you? Or how does this uh, Started,
0: I had, like, an Ed McMahon to begin with, and now I, this season I'm just doing a lot of interviews like this.
1: Do you mean, like, an up-and-coming Ed McMahon-to-be, or do you mean literally, like, the corpse of Ed McMahon? <laughs> we had the corpse of Ed McMahon here. That must have been expensive. And <laughs> then every once in a while we had a, we had a guy who did Refrigeration costs.
0: <laughs> and he would just
1: slap his hands together. That's like got to be a generational thing, though. Like, somebody, us us even knowing who Ed McMahon was. Well, I, I looked for. at your fucking...
0: Like you know i IMDB whatever yeah. one of the pictures that comes up is you on fucking Carson yeah like, like tell me about that, man.
1: I mean, you were on carson I was just like
0: making Carson laugh, telling jokes
1: well, you could probably appreciate this sitting there next to him, thirteen years old, had already been working professionally for <sighs>
0: like seventeen s- years,
1: six or seven years. <laughs> yeah. I had already seen kids like. Uh, Melissa Gilbert or Joey Lawrence you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. kids my age my compatriots on Carson to to have a comparative analysis of like what level of performance a kid could have on the show and so I really wanted to crush it you know I wanted to do good on it but I was still incredibly awkward and 13 or 14 years old and like stupidly dressed as a teenage boy would who's like trying to be cool and everything I did on the show was really showy like trying to be cool like you do when you're 13.
0: I, I But how do you have the balls to do that, man? What are you talking about?
1: You how could you even up say that?
0: After that, left and right, Carson. I played
1: Carson. <laughs> that I always have thought of myself. Get over as, here, Drew Barrymore. You're so funny. I have always thought of myself as show folk, and I have always thought of this stuff <laughs> as par for the course. What? Yeah. Don't don't you? Who the par fuck are you for kidding? the course. Yeah, buddy. The, yeah, guy, but, the guy sitting across there's... from me who has a Tony
0: Yeah, but to be able yeah. to walk into like That's like ice, ice To be able to walk into
1: Were you nervous? Of course, Yeah. I'm terrified And they gave me all kinds of restrictions And things to do and don't uh-huh. do And in the end I just like You know, was a fucking awkward teenager
0: <laughs> Um, Who was your favorite WWF character?
1: <sighs> it's easy, it's Piper Piper. Rowdy, Roddy Piper. Roddy, Roddy Piper. Yeah. yeah. He's always my man. Just cause um, <laughs> you know, Piper could not be restrained. Yeah. And he was like weird and had too much energy and like always seemed like he ate a bunch of sugar. Yeah. And Vince McMahon was like, oh don't goddamn do it, Roddy. And he was like, Oh, you can't fucking stop me, Vince. <laughs> like it just, I don't know, he was the best. He made me, he made me feel like the weirdos had a place, like they could wear the belt. Yeah. do you know what I'm saying yes yeah.
0: that's what. but I felt like uh, that was like one of the things I'd watch that and try to do all the impressions of all the guys savage
1: and, you're a fucking ooh, savage guy yeah. for sure yeah loved
0: fucking savage of
1: course the macho <laughs> snap into it <laughs> oh yeah the macho Randy Savage. it's it's like I love that. It is guy. as circus folk as you get, what? man. Loving pro wrestling is as circus as you get. Oh, yeah. But it's uh, you I, still I don't know. Watch th- it, you I watch? do. I still go to live events. We'll wow. be at uh, I'm gonna go to Mania in um, well, you've been New like, Orleans. You've like gotten in on it, right? Um, I made uh ten half hours of R-rated animated content. That stars some of your favorite uh, WWE superstars. Right, I saw that. What the... under it's it's exclusively for the for the uh, subscriber platform.
0: Um, I have a. But I love it, dude. I, I got to if...
1: I got to like work closely with Vince and like make Vince record for us for ten half hours. Do you think that
0: Vince? I'm pitching this idea right now. Do you think that he would want to combine? Someone must have thought of this with the World Wildlife Federation. <laughs> <laughs> and do like animals as the as
1: the character, an apex predator wrestling matches Yes, like, and it's just, for, it's just for it's just to raise money. They just and the, but they can't help it. You're also thinning the the herd, which is but through natural means. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. Um, I don't know. I think they lost that lawsuit, and he'd probably be mad to even revisit it. But you heard you heard they're bringing back the XFL. Did are you hear about they, this? Are they? Yeah relaunching the XFL. That's like 40x the 40x of football. It is it, it is and Were I've you gotta, a fan of that? That's I'm, well I'm not into practical sports so you know parody sports or like sports on on uh, Red Bull aren't really my thing anyway yeah. but that idea, I completely understand it because I think the WWE um, occupies this area that culture actually needs like we as a society need gladiatorial bloodletting. And when it's done <laughs> with, we yeah, do. No we shit, just absolutely yeah. do. And when it's done with wow. such like dependable drama, then why it's... why do we need that? That's human nature. We haven't. We haven't evolved beyond that. That's just where we're at. That's just where we're at, man. And we can either like turn in on each other, like we really did over this election period. We can really like Fuck. let our um, d- uh, dissimilarities imply some dissimilarity. You're, you're gonna appreciate this, <laughs> yeah. When I when he was about to
0: be nominated i was like hold on hold on wait wait. this this can't be real well because because the
1: idea of it sounded a lot like (laughs) like the beginning of running man sci-fi from 2001 to um blade runner have like continued to influence what we actually imagine right yeah. So the movies, all these extrapolations, it's, it's continued to influence what we strive for, the concept of a tricorder, the concept of a federation, of a replicator, any of those things. It's all, it's all stuff that we've seen and we imagined and we'll try and make real. It's probably idealistic to say this, what? but I really believe that, you know, it's an ongoing balance of light and dark. And sometimes it's got to swing in one direction for you to really, for we as a people... And I maintain in the U.S. it remains we the people. Like, the people are so fucking powerful here. We can overthrow anything. We're, this is the, the country is still run by the people. Whatever we vote for, whatever we choose, like, it's this, it's this uh, resignation to the idea of things being corrupt that I object to. We have, we have more power than we, than we even know what to do with. When we mobilize, like, yeah. we turn every time. So that's it. I think that there needs to be enough of a shift into a uh, – it's always a constant balance, right? Light and dark. And if there's enough of a shift into a dark place, then people are like, hey, fuck this. I don't want this dark shit. Let's do something light. Right. It's a right. catalyst. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. I, I try to... None of this is permanent. No president has been in office permanently. I've lived through like six presidents.
0: So, yes, as a, as definitely as a device to help us uh, evolve in the correct direction. Like, that's yeah. that's interesting.
1: It's impermanent. You know, yeah. just, just don't accept anything that you don't like we the we the people can rise against anything
0: yeah that's true i mean i i, I hope so i just just the idea of like trump is the president i grew up with the guy
1: <laughs> i know right I, the, the pizza you just think about the pizza what's the pizza the big New Yorker pizza. Oh, okay, fire. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking the pictures, him eating the pizza. Oh, p- my God. Pizza. I, it's all of it. It's Leona Helmsley. Vindic- it's, it's all of so it. Like, I grew surreal. up in New York, too, so it's this guy. It's like this every, guy?
0: I, I used to wake up and, and go for breakfast. I'd go down, and I'd get the daily news, and I and at breakfast, I'd flip to the funnies. And as a kid, it's imp- so incredibly impressionable to see what the headline is. And every mm. other week, it was... Some scandal he was involved in or some bankruptcy or some fucked up shit he did. It just
1: goes to – it just speaks to how fucked up and disconnected and completely bipartisan team the concept of politics has become. How how organized by private interests, how how not representative of the people it's become. It's, and, and you can see it because people are backing a horse that they don't even believe in because they think it'll lead them to – any kind of, you know, personal win. I I don't want to spend any more time on that maniac. Well, and the truth and the truth is, it's not that's not for us, Bunny. Nobody even gives a fuck about what you or I have to say about politics. They uh, really, they at most want us to be a surrogate feeler for them, but probably want us to make them laugh.
0: No, of course they want us to make us forget about it. But I you, I, it's I think it's our goddamn job to comment on it.
1: Well. You know, comment in the way that's most effective. Nobody likes to be told, I told you so. (laughs) And nobody likes to be told what to do. So I've always tried to build a team that is empowered to do great collaborative work. That's my best bet.
0: I have so much to fucking ask you Uh, about We're
1: never going to make it. We're never
0: going to make it because Well, I actually
1: don't have to go anywhere. Is that... Is that sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> kind
0: of oh, yeah, we can totally uh, okay. Eat I mean, all right, fine, fuck it. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing Let tell, me, tell you, Basil,
1: you... I'm going to be a few more minutes before the car, and then,
0: yes, sir, Should after I
1: fill that? up your
0: glass with more whiskey. Would you please fill up my glasses with more whiskey, sir? Absolutely. And uh, how's your water? Do you need any water or are you fully di- dehydrated? <laughs>
1: fully dilated.
0: Should I pour this in here or are you have a few about you, so that's what's fucked
1: up is. Actually I think that's a comfort, right? What? Wherever you go, I go. Wherever I go, you go. Yeah,
0: to be able to <laughs> Yeah, man, that's just fun. That's just fun. Um I um I mean, how how much do they let you do that on Family Guy? Like, do they let you like play around? Well, first of all, yeah, there's no there's no
1: restriction on it. But when and you then have they animate like, later, how fucking fun is that? It is a lot of fun. But you know that it's like whenever wow. m- most of those jokes have been written so specifically that it's almost like Mammoth, You know, the the pace, the speed, the the vocabulary, it's all very specific. So there's not a lot of places that would even imply a value in improvisation. Um, but no one restrains me like i can try whatever i want
0: so let's talk about that character chris yeah is one of my favorite characters me too and a lot of <laughs> what <laughs> lot, the fuck you know he... i don't
1: even understand how that happened like <laughs> well, the he best, like uh, the best job i've ever had
0: i mean i bet man because you know he's awkward adolescence but he does he, he's able to do some crazy shit, like the whole relationship he has with that fucking psychotic monkey is hilarious. They
1: give me a lot of really weird extrapolations on a character that is almost pure id, like he's deeply um, emotional and thoughtful and frightened and self-aware and self-loathing, but also like dreams big.
0: Yeah. He's endearing, man. Yeah. But the but the core of it is Buffalo Bale, right?
1: Well, that's where it started. Right. Yeah, me and Charlie Korsmo when we were uh, doing the press junket for Can't Hardly Wait, uh, he came out to stay and instead of booking a hotel, he just stayed in my apartment for like a week. And we just hung out the whole time. Do you know that kid at all? Did you ever know Charlie growing up? No. Charlie was in um like Dick Tracy and Men Don't Leave and Oh. Um, uh, uh, what about Bob? Like a really oh, wow. terrific kid actor, and so can't hardly really wait. I think it's the last movie he did, and then he wound up working for the EPA and ultimately the NSA because he's a goddamn genius. But when we were, he came to stay at my place for that press junket, Crazy. and uh, we just got to talking about what if Buffalo Bill had a side job?
0: <laughs>
1: Where Burger King? Everywhere. Like, especially the drive-thrus. <laughs> the drive-thrus was the thing. Hey, uh. Whoa. Hi.
0: Jesus. Uh, hi. Uh, what can I get you today?
1: Yeah, can I take your order, please? Oh, oh you're taking my order. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. But... Whoa, that's creepy. Dude.
1: Yeah. Um. You want some fr-
0: I want my dog back, you yeah. son of a
1: bitch. Uh. It takes the lotion and puts it. All over its skin, all gets the hose. I got out, I
0: crawled out of the hole, you fucker. And I want my dog back.
1: <laughs> and do, do you want fries with that? <laughs>
0: yeah! I want fries with that.
1: Do you want a large fries for an extra 10 cents?
0: I got Jody Foster here, <laughs> you son of a bitch.
1: Yeah. Jesus. and that was that was it we spent like several days and doing then,
0: that and then okay and then that that you pitched it up or something that's just an audition
1: that's just a great example of like taking a risk in an audition right so they had a so picture of this character they
0: were like, we love that. You're awesome.
1: Well, I did something. I was like, "What's up, I'm fucking bro, I'm son, dude? I fucking hate, whatever." Yeah. yeah. And then I and they You're they like, were like, oh, that. "All right, that's great." And then I said, "Hey, um, <coughs> can I try something? Yeah. My friend and I we've spent all week fucking around with this, and what if it was this instead? <laughs> what if it was this instead?" Wow. And they just they were like, "It's so weird." Yeah. You know, as an actor, you're like, should I risk this? Do I not risk this? Nine times out of ten, it never works. <laughs> Whatever no, weird no. shit you think is brilliant that you're going to risk, it doesn't get the job. But, like, one time in ten.
0: Well, that's that one show in a million, you know? It
1: really is. We were canceled. Yeah. We were off the air for three years. Yeah. What? How does that even happen? And then it 16 came, seasons in. came
0: back from the dead.
1: I don't even understand it. I stopped asking questions and just show up on time.
0: <laughs> Who were you in Lego Batman? I think it's
1: I think it's King Kong. Oh, I think it's King Kong. So Chris McKay, who directed Lego Batman, was the editor on the first two seasons of Robot Chicken and then directed the third, fourth and fifth season of our show. Okay, And then went to do the Batman movie and uh, or, or rather the Lego movie and then directed the Lego Batman movie. And so that was just one of those things where Chris was like, "I've got this character. <laughs> you want to be kicker? Doesn't have any dialogue. And do you want to just like <laughs> add something here? I've got this. I've got this pre-rendered animation. Do you want to ADR <laughs> something in this space? That's, that's fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. And plus, whatever. I'll, I'll show up for him. Ever. Wherever.
0: Who the fuck were you? Oh my gosh. Let's talk about this. Let's hear it. Wait, you were in Pump. You were in Pump Up the Volume.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm the long-haired teen with the uh, denim jacket and the leather sleeves. that's like high-fiving the other kid when we uh, jack into the school radio.
0: I love that movie,
1: man. (laughs) Me too. It was amazing. I I think I just turned 15. Wow. I was like, I was already super into Christian Slater. Right. Super into um, Leonard Cohen and the concept of fucking Rebel Radio, like how good that felt. Shooting in a real high school. Although I had one of the worst practical jokes played on me. By cast in that movie. What? Just, uh, and you know, when you when you really think back on when people fuck with you, people fucked with me a lot, it's always because either I was to something or other, right? And so, the huh. reason that anyone would target you for any particular type of bullying or... Um, They're jealous. Uh, you know, a lot of times you can be soliciting it and I felt like I was. Like, in retrospect, I definitely was. I was really... Um, uh, overconfident and um, right. and also probably obnoxious. Like probably thinking back, I was probably pretty obnoxious, especially in the way that I think people are obnoxious. Looking back on my own behavior, I, th- I think I probably was. Right. And so I had um, they played a prank on me where this was uh, pre- weed. Oh yeah, I didn't smoke weed till I was in my twenties.
0: So is there is that is there something to that? It, what weed makes you like smooth
1: and cooler? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, you know, I, I did, uh, uh psychedelics when I was in my teens Damn. and I actually credit all that with giving me that sort of global perspective that comes with recognizing that all molecules are the same subatomic, uh, atomic particle, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. When you're like, oh, my we're skin, the same thing, my yeah. breath is the same as this earth, this air, Chris. like we're all the same at a subatomic level. So it's just yeah. the organization of these particles at a vibration. What's when your, you learn uh, that shit early on, it makes you feel a little less... Cooked up about your individual differences.
0: What's your opinion on torsion fields?
1: Torsion fields? What is? I don't know that word. So supposedly, <laughs> so bring s- it. Let's hear that shit. <coughs>
0: so, <coughs> so, <coughs> so <coughs> you know the uh, magnetic field of the Earth,
1: right? The the internal core magne- magnetism, yeah.
0: Yeah, where um, uh, well and you know how it like if you'd look at it it kind of looks like an atom you know it's like
1: uh, oh the actual magnetic sphere yes. like the
0: invisible yeah it's like the yeah. currents of the the electromagnetic energy yeah. coming off of it yeah. so we have that too that's so, that's basically you know when our shockers are smooth and aligned sure. we're giving when our chi is all put together we're also giving off a similar field yeah well, so then... and and our cells and that's and it's all this swirling yeah. vortex fucking energy.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's at the center of a, of a universe, or a galaxy, it's all connected. That's the this swirling energy that connects
1: everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first time I did that's acid, that's the Adams yeah, thing. The first time I ate acid, I was like yeah. keenly aware of that circumstance and then yeah. any other time you touch source like that, you're reminded of that exacting feeling of every one of your atoms just organized in a particular vibration well it's funny though it's funny though because as as uh, new agey or hokey or as that as any of that sounds that's actually just base science and when you talk to any quantum physicist it's the same conversation
0: we are you know we, we may be touched on half of the things i want to talk about. oh man do you want to
1: like rapid fire this list like a five second question
0: Oh, five second. Do you question. want to even
1: speed round? I don't, okay. Is that funny? Do you want just, to? Try to say yeah, that? you
0: just do a speed round. You'll say you'll either just yeah. yes or no answers, sure. or whatever you want. Party monster. Summing up in one sentence.
1: Um, a really well-made movie that chronicles an impossibly real life occurrence as portrayed by several friends doing some of their best work, I think. Okay. We worked with really, it. Mac and I worked so fucking hard on that movie, and I think you can see it. it. I, think the, I think the movie looks good and works, works well, and even though the subject matter is so fucked up, and the real story is difficult to absorb. The film is—I think they made a good job.
0: They're gonna have me on their show, Macaulay Culkin, and uh, oh, you're Cohen. gonna do yeah. bunny ears? Yeah, that's great. You'll
1: love it. Yeah, it's so funny because nobody knows Mac. That's that's what the thing is, Dan. Like nobody knows Mac, and right. so he's an icon with a specter of mystery around him. And something as simple right. as him doing a podcast is gonna <laughs> give people the it'll it'll sort of diminish the concept that he's a untouchable porcelain. Thing that the world needs to protect. <laughs> I think no, the, I, I found that he's out. He's like America's beautiful boy, and the world needs to protect their own innocence, so they can't allow Mac to grow up or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was taking some bong hits with the man. We were going toe to toe. It was like that's. Were it, you and Cohen? No, me and uh, Mac.
1: Because Cohen will take you down.
0: Oh no, I'm with sure. With buddy. I'm I'm prepared. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh. Are we is he, he left. Wait, I don't know where he's at with that. The whole whatever we were taking bonk hits. It was like the beginning scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark, me and him. <laughs> I was, all, I was a pestade, pestade,
1: <laughs> and he smiled at me. And he uh, took an Dan, extra I just hit. want to make a movie with you again. Like, that was one of the best times. That was so fun. I think that, well, one
0: thing that we learned on that set, whatever came out of Mars Needs Moms, it was <laughs> the fact that you and I love to do wire work and, well, well, I don't know how much love nobody it.
1: Nobody really understands this, but we but were, we love because the movie Kung that we Fu. shot took place in microgravity, yeah. every movement that we made was supported by a team of stunt people yes. um, that were simulating the appearance of microgravity. So both Dan and I were in <laughs> full body harnesses yeah. and being belayed by, you know, much larger people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but we, we quickly realized that, you know, A, our stunt coordinator had done a ton of amazing action movies. And B, all of the rigs that we were wearing and the things that we were doing were the exact same things that they used for Crouching Tiger. Oh, my God. Uh, Shaolin Soccer. Like, all that kind of shit. So, me and Dan, incredibly game, were like, oh, spin me like you spin Neo. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> during the breaks, we do like crazy kung fu. I was like, "Fly me!" And they just send you thirty feet in the air, like yeah. full rotating, and then bring you down like fucking Iron Man. It's you never feel cooler oh. than when you're supported by a full team of stunt. People and some wire rigging.
0: So we've been we kind of cultivated this movie. I don't know what'll happen. it's not a.
1: It's it's fucked up because there's no way it's a real movie. Like I've actually spent a lot of time thinking through because I've even sat with multiple writers. Yeah. And said, okay, well, how is this a movie? And everybody we came else, up
0: with this movie called Dance Ninja Dance.
1: Well, because Dan and I, <laughs> we love dance. No. Just the idea Just of, the, like, idea of
0: it, the idea of it.
1: Ninjas resolving. It's like the, art of, differences the art of martial arts. Breakdancing. The, art the art
0: of fighting without fighting.
1: Yeah, it's capoeira.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, what that's
1: f- what they learned. No, we, just, we just sound like assholes. No, we don't. That trailer that McKay shot, as a matter of fact. Was brilliant. <laughs> I think it's still good, but there's no script for it. We shouldn't no. even really talk about
0: why this. I don't know. Can't you just, I, I just want to talk about it to, to like, maybe it'll become something. To make it real. Yeah, because maybe there'll be enough people out there to be like,
1: I want to see that movie where you guys, are. it's kind of in, it's like in the realm of. It doesn't stop it needing a script. Like it actually needs, <laughs> there's no way that the, the story doesn't through line. We don't have a through line.
0: Well, let's figure that out. Do you even <laughs> want to pursue that? Do we, do we have Totally. To? Or we can Before just scrap you that. you and I
1: are too old to dance. Yeah. Yes, and of do karate. Karate and do the karate. I still think there's a market for that movie.
0: <laughs> I, th- I I would love to do that movie. They learn the Well, art the point of is I
1: would do anything with you. That's nice. Yeah.
0: Um I mean, you were in the original It. I was. I mean, that's fucking crazy, man. It is
1: crazy, right? I was 15. I just turned 15. I was the oldest one of those kids. Wow.
0: Yeah. What I mean, I I couldn't watch that movie all the way through. It scared the shit out of me. Really?
1: Yeah. That's funny. I'd been going to uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show for three straight years by the time I got to do that, so I was not scared at all of Tim Curry. I was super into him. Really wanted to hang out with them. Really wanted to, like, see the way they were building the creature effects. Was already experienced in most of those effects. Like, I'd been doing, I got to do Amazing Stories when I was 10 and a Tales from the Dark Side when I was nine. Wow. And so I got to work with a lot of amazing like. Amazing
0: stories. You know, what was your amazing stories
1: episode? Um, it's this thing with Mabel King called The Sitter. And it's okay. about these two bad kids that have a Jamaican babysitter. <coughs> that, like, I don't remember <laughs> it. Some fucking witchcraft on them and Whoa. makes them good kids. Wow. So- <laughs> and, wow. Well, so by the time I got to do it. I had already watched WKRP. I had already watched Night Court. I was already into Three's Company, and so all of these adult actors were heroes of mine. People that I wanted to be like, you know.
0: Okay, so speaking of that, so what was it like working with Robin Williams for Old
1: Dogs? Have you ever got to meet him? No, Did you ever meet him? Never. Well, I'm sure, just like you, I was super inspired by him, and he both as uh, one of my favorite performers and one of the best examples of a Comedic performer getting to do dramatic turns. I was endlessly um, influenced by things that he did, choices yes. that he made, yes. places where it worked or didn't work. To you, Lad, and the whole thing. Yeah, like all of it. I'm brain. sure, just like you, I fucking loved him. I love him. Like, I love him. And it was one of the coolest things ever to get to work with him. And one of the best things was I showed up. So I had such an easy part on that movie because it's. Uh, John Travolta and Robin. (laughs) That's the other question. It's so simple. So the two of them in this movie playing the old guys, and all I needed to do was tee them up. That's all I needed to do. And like you, I assume, my favorite job is as a supporting performer. That's my favorite. Yeah. Because your character is always richly textured and complicated, and you get to have a very clear purpose. Your job is to support right. the other actors. And so I knew Less this was exhausting. like a show place for both John and Robin to be silly, and all I had to do was tee them up. All I had to do was be the guy that they could shine against. And so that's what I did. And Robin, so hes so fucking, he um, the very first day that we got to work together, which was the very first day of shooting, We're doing this scene. It's like a conference. It's all these Japanese businessmen. And I was just determined to set everybody at ease, you know, to like just right. be in there and let that like get the whole thing. And Robin, the first time I saw him on set, he goes, oh, ho, ho robot chicken. Oh. No. And I don't even. Oh. I can't even explain it. But like hearing him say those words like it did wow. something to me. Whoa. It just did something to me. Where I was so excited. I got to stop watching it. He liked the show. So, I mean, I obviously swagged the fuck out of him. I <laughs> sent him like every DVD and hoodie. Oh, and that you we guys had.
0: probably did him on the show several times. No, where? he
1: never did the show. No, 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 I
0: mean like you guys maybe. Oh, did like, did, like something about Robbie or something? Yeah.
1: We did something. There was a gag that got cut out of our recent Walking Dead, but that's even after he died. Um that's <laughs> <laughs> just a joke. That was like a Patch Adams joke that we did. Um, but he, um, <laughs> that was it. I got to, I got to, <laughs> I got to do that movie and just get to be there. You know what I mean? And make him feel comfortable that he could turn to me and I would go wherever he went
0: you know was um I mean I loved him and that whole thing was so sad man but uh, was was Travolta a lunatic
1: no I fucking love that guy so that that was like the fourth movie I've done with John Travolta <laughs> really yeah let me think about it he uh okay so I'm in white man's burden um the movie he did with Harry Belafonte right and I'm in uh, Be Cool. John and I have a scene together. I play a video, music video director that's making Ciara, uh, not Ciara. Um, so then he's in uh, Gold Member 2. Oh, okay. And then uh, we got to do All Dogs. But he's cool as shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool as shit. I've heard some just crazy shit. Like, uh, yeah, there's crazy. I'm sure there's all kinds of crazy shit.
0: Like but his but hair is made out of felt or something. It- he sprays it on and he sticks it
1: to his head. I can't speak to any of that. <laughs> he uh he was cool as fuck. Like he and I had a conversation about hamburgers at <laughs> nine o'clock in the morning, and by noon I had a uh, homemade hamburger, as per our conversation. Well, he made it. No, his chef made it. Oh, yeah, it was literally like, oh, what's your favorite hamburger? And I was like, I don't know, I like this. And he like, oh, I like you like this, and I was like, oh, that's <laughs> cool. And he's like, do you want? Do you want? Dude, have you ever tried that? I was like, oh, no, that sounds great. And he's like, hey, Jenny, Jan- would you make the hamburger and things like- Right? Whoa. And then, like, an hour later, I've got the best fucking hamburger I've ever eaten in my life. So that's that's, cool. that's who John Travolta is. <laughs> he's kind of
0: <laughs> like his character from Pulp Fiction.
1: It's bigger than that because he knows how to fly shit. Right? Right. So I met, John and I met up, this is so silly, uh, I got invited to do a thing with Buzz Aldrin at the Kennedy Center uh, in Florida. And John was there, too. Yeah. Right? So I got to do that kind of shit with him, like me and John with Buzz Aldrin at the Kennedy Center.
0: What is your opinion about the moon, kind sir? What do you mean? How do you feel about it? And how do you feel about Kubrick's contribution? <laughs>
1: um, Personally, yes. I think the moon is really going to take off when we mine it for resources and turn it into an Atlantis resort. Sweet. Yeah. That's when people will figure out some kind of short term transit in between here and there. But up until you built something, there's no point. Have you been to the moon? I've never been to the moon, but I do want to go to the moon. And I would in a second, Dan, I think I've told you this. I would in a second ride that rocket to the ISS. Not the Soyuz, though, because the Soyuz comes down so hard. I'm waiting for the capsules to get rated for private transit.
0: You weirded me out, man.
1: Did I have to take it too far? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: um, <laughs> who does Amarakbar on your show? I just want to know.
1: Who's your guess? You do it. No, it's Brecken. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He does a very good act part. Yeah. Brecken's <laughs> pretty fucking dependable. <laughs> yeah. You guys have never gotten to work together, have you? No. Have you even hung out together?
0: Yeah, maybe once or twice. Yeah. At a con or two. Uh, did you like playing the version of the view on Entourage?
1: Was that well, fun? I did. Or is that weird? I did, but then it super bit me in the ass. Like did it? Well, I thought by the time I did Entourage that I had so successfully garnered a legitimate nice guy image in this industry that I was protected <laughs> from that kind of outrageous parody. Okay. Right? Right. But I found there was an entire generation of people who didn't know me as an actor. Well, they
0: probably thought it was the real you or something. Yeah. They did.
1: They really did. Yeah. And so that's Sad, because I've had to right. almost undo years of indoctrination in this concept of me as that character. Because you were like Ray like, get the fuck over here you're like beating the shit out of him it was out of well, the E or whatever it's because <laughs> Kevin Connolly and I have known each other since we're seven years old wow like Kevin's an old fucking friend of me so who cultivated that whole that was, relationship was, where you guys like that wanted was to was Doug like it was it was very funny I came to do an episode and me and me and Kevin had such funny chemistry he was like I pitched this uh, as a Scott Conn thing but maybe you do it and I was like oh this is hilarious like Duchovny on Gary Sanders, or, or a, a Larry Sanders show. Right, right. Do you remember Duchovny on Larry Sanders show where he played himself, but himself as like right. a guy that was in love with Larry?
0: Yeah. Right. So and he I, like, had, like had like very short robes and shit. Exactly. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so
1: I, I sure grew up on that, sure great, and I right. thought me playing myself on Entourage, which was the Larry Sanders of that moment. Very good. I didn't think that that would influence his generation, but I hadn't taken into consideration that people grew up on reality TV. And so people thought that that Entourage was a kind of reality TV. They thought that James Cameron made an Aquaman, Aquaman movie that, uh, right. that Vinny Chase starred in, right? And so they believed me as the villain on the right. show. So I don't regret a second of it, and the fact that I That's convinced fun. so many people that I'm a cocksucker <laughs> I think is a testament to my skill as a performer. Yeah. But it is interesting how it competed uh, for recognition as my public persona. Right.
0: Uh, I remember we were walking around... Um, uh I remember we were walking around Great Adventure and you remember that?
1: I love it. You can just So East Coast you call it Great Adventure Six Flags. Of oh, yeah. six flags.
0: Six flags. I'm just an asshole. Yeah.
1: Magic Mountain, I think, even, right? Weren't I we don't super know. bowling at Magic Mountain or something?
0: Yeah, we had I remember we had capes, everyone had Capes. God goddamn right we had capes. Uh, yeah, yeah. had a Batman cake <laughs> pot, I think. And uh And then I just remembered that after a while going from ride to ride, there was an entourage we had an uh, we had picked up a Uh, like a a trail of girls we did yes That's do you funny. do you remember this I don't oh I do because <laughs> I was I' was not a fast walker so I was <laughs> lagging behind <laughs> as you guys were going from thing to thing and I was uh-huh. <laughs> getting nauseous uh-huh. and I would sit and I would see the girls pile up dude you didn't know that was happening uh uh-uh. uh yeah i'm I'm married. I know you are but at the time, and, and then Claire him. was with us. We yeah. were walking around. Yeah. And I th- I but I just remember that happening. I was like I wonder if uh... so I guess that wasn't like a regular thing.
1: I don't think so. People don't usually give a shit about me in that way. No. Not really. Nice. I mean I think if there's a crowd then the crowd kind of feeds itself and then people come become interested as a as a group but uh, individually no one really I I get I get by pretty good. Yeah. How the hell is Claire, man? Oh, she's great, man. That's I'm excited fine. for you to see this movie. Which one? The thing we did in Thailand. Oh, is she a big like a big part in it? Um, not a big part, but she's supporting I that I mean that's the that's the thing, right? You stack the deck in your favor. You write something that you know you have somebody that can easily accomplish it, and then right. you cast them in that role so that you don't have to worry about this thing being executed.
0: That was the one of the most Surreal moments in my life, was, which was the other moment that I was at Skywalker Ranch, which was uh, for your wedding. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, like. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. was so, that was surreal.
1: Yeah. You, you did your, you got married there. Yeah. It sounds. It sounds well, funny. I, I think so many people have a perception about what that space is, that they neglect how much personal. Uh, vested interest either of us had in it, and then just the setting of it as like a beautiful space. Um, you know, it's got I, nothing. I, it's got nothing to do with nerd culture. I or was Star giddy. Wars. I was yeah. giddy. It yeah. was like the
0: audience. It was the. It was like the same energy that was at the <laughs> beginning of like you know when uh it, it was like, like like a Muppet energy you know what I mean
1: everyone's just like yeah Yeah. you know you know it was a great day man
0: it was intense and I remember there's this big window right behind you guys and I just was I was just daydreaming the whole time imagining Ewoks
1: running over the hills Claire and I realized while we're saying our vows I looked out that window and I was like man we really missed a chance to have a, a bunch of fucking ninjas coming up over that hill and like slow run down the hill while we're talking so that everybody sees them but it seems like we don't see them and then they would take a paddle boat like all the way across and then just as we say i do we'll kiss really quick and then turn around and fight all these fucking ninjas. i got this into the breach (laughs) dog
0: everyone grab a blaster
1: dad get out of (laughs) here that would have been the greatest uh, Well, maybe we'll do a... uh, Do you want to come back on the show? With this show? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. I feel like we could keep talking. Are you actually recording this? No.
0: Yeah, we are. (laughs) People are going to love this one. You think so?
1: Yeah. You're sure people listen?
0: The more it sounds like a a chill conversation, the better. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's you and me in a nutshell.
0: That's you and me in a nutshell. That's you
1: and me. Jack, how you feeling out there? You just gave me, is that a middle finger? Thumb, oh, that was a thumbs up. I thought you gave me a middle finger. Right. What kind of middle fingers are you envisioning? <laughs> I glare That's here. definitely a thumb finger shape. glare dude. on the window.
0: Yeah. All right, well, I got to go. Do you out. have a
1: name for your listeners? Should we say, all right, thanks, Fo- Foglets? Or something? <laughs> yeah, the Foglets. Dan Fogler and the Foglets. Foglets.
0: <laughs> and here's a song from Dan Fogler and the Foglets. <laughs> all right.
1: Thanks, pal. Thanks, buddy. We'll call in sometime. Is that a thing? People call in? Absolutely. You could pretty much like FaceTime me or whatever. I'd, I'd whatever. You're the best. you hungry? Yeah, let's go eat. Let's go eat. All right. <laughs> <laughs>